you know, we have access to several of those organizations, those industry experts that can assist anybody, a fitness professional that's looking to go into business. I mean, we work with big companies such as LegalZoom. Um, we work with other more independent companies that can help you with financing options. Um, just to kind of give you a perspective, you know, the research that we've done, just specific questions on how others have started, whether they use credit cards or bank loans or friends and family or crowdfunding or whatever it may be, just to kind of get a good understanding of what's necessary and how to write a business plan and what should be included in the business plan. I mean, we've got all types of information about that, that you're, you're right, is universal across all types of studio discipline. This is Amy, the Senior Group Fitness Instructor at the Indoor Cycle Instructor Podcast. Are you looking for a spark of inspiration to bring to your next class? Find us at IndoorCycleInstructor.com. Hi, and welcome to the first edition of the Indoor Cycle Instructor Podcast for 2016. I'm John McGowan, your host, and as a studio owner, what are you going to do differently this year? You may be just starting your studio or you may be a year or two into it. And if I've learned nothing about working with, talking with studio owners is that there tends to be a little bit of isolation that uh, they find and the ability to interact, communicate with like-minded individuals, those possibly going through the same thing, that you are as an entrepreneur studio owner tends to be very important. And to that end, I have worked for many years trying to develop, you know, communities around it, starting with cyclingstudio.org, which really transitioned to our cycling studio Facebook group, uh, which tends, I think it's got over 900 uh, members and it tends to be very, very uh, engaging for those uh, that take advantage of it. But at the same time, I've always felt like, yeah, something's kind of missing. In the back of my mind, I always recognized what it was, and, and that was you know, a formal organization. And I don't personally have the bandwidth uh, to put that all together, but thankfully there is an organization that does, and they are the Association of Fitness Studios. And I've gotten to know these guys, watch them grow, and talked with them multiple times about what I saw as a specific need for cycling studios, um, the, their owners to be able to, you know, feel comfortable within a, a larger organization. So joining me to talk about AFS, the Association of Fitness Studios, is Josh Levy. Uh, welcome, Josh. Thanks for having me, John. Well, this is kind of exciting. It's 2016. I have uh, had the privilege of watching the kind of the genesis of all these small studios uh, that have just exploded. And I'm really impressed with what I see f from your perspective as to recognizing a need to, to bring these together. And we're not talking about just cycling studios, are we? No, you know, and, and that's a really good point. You know, the Association of Fitness Studios, we launched the organization a few years ago. We've gotten a ton of support from various organizations, companies in the fitness industry. And, you know, what we do is we're a trade association. And so we provide those business specific products, services and benefits 
to studio owners and even entrepreneurial fitness professionals, those that are looking to kind of go out on their own. They could be at a health club. They could be teaching a cycling class, um, personal trainers, Pilates instructors, yoga instructors that don't really understand what's all necessary to go into business for themselves. And so we really support their efforts um, and provide them the platform to effectively manage and grow their businesses with a wide variety of different things. So uh, I know over the past couple years, you and I have gotten to know each other quite well. And what's been very interesting is within the fitness studio community, you know, our research and other research that's been done shows there's over 100,000 of these businesses just across the country. I mean, that's a huge number. And really, I, I'd never, I, I wouldn't have never guessed. It yeah. Be. I mean, and that's inclusive of personal training, Pilates, yoga, MMA, cycling, uh, dance studios. I mean, it's massive. If you walk around any urban market, you know, you're going to see studios in every corner. And what we identified, I think you're right. Actually, It's the no. truth. I know it's crazy. And, you know, at the end of the day, this market is becoming so oversaturated that we know it's going to level off. And what we do and what we realized is that nobody wins when a studio goes out of business. And so our message is very clear as a trade association. We want to provide the education. We want to provide the market research. We want to provide the networking the business education, just really and a full understanding of when you become a studio owner, going into business for yourself, you know, and you're going to be juggling a lot of different things, whether it's your marketing, whether it's your, you know, your, your finances, what are you going to, in, you know, outsource it? Are you going to do it yourself? Oh, by the way, you're also probably teaching classes as well if you're, a, you know, a cycling studio owner. So there's a lot of different things that go into it. And so what we really have done with this trade association is give our members the answers that they're looking for. So, right. you know, because, yeah, because I recognize, you know, there's, uh, you know, there's other trade associations mm-hmm. in the fitness space, but they're really designed for big boxes and, you know, and, and, and those manufacturers. Absolutely. And, you know, I've been fortunate to kind of grow up in the industry where when we talk about the big boxes, my father was the one of the founding employees of URSA, that is the International Health Racket and Sports Club Association that focuses very much on the big box health clubs. And we, we looked at that model and we kind of looked at it and said, well, you know, there's nobody supporting these these fitness studio owners. And, you know, we really believe that we can provide them the assistance that they need in areas of their business. I mean, one of the biggest things that we do is market research and we research studios from across the country and we asked them, you know, what marketing strategies have you used that you've seen work best? If you're 1,500 square feet, how much revenue should you be generating? And, you know, simple questions such as what are you paying your frontline staff? Things that a current studio owner just probably doesn't have access to, just specific data points that we find that are incredibly necessary for this market. And, you know, John, one of the things that we're very excited about going into 2016 is you're part of our advisory council. And we have kind of built up our advisory council with leaders in different segments of their respective studio discipline market. And we're very excited of working with you and, and you know, the folks over at Schwinn to create a, a customized program or education on the cycling studio community specifically and get some data and some research points specifically for the studio segment or the cycling studio segment so we can answer a lot of their questions and provide them that community that um, we've always wanted to do because, you know, when you start looking at programming in different studios, 
a cycling studio's programming and the way that they're set up is going to be very different than a personal training studio or a Pilates studio. And so we've brought people in such as yourself to kind of help us mold the type of information that a cycling studio would be looking for and really be able to provide them um, with the data and the research that they're looking for. Well, that's exciting because if there's a common theme with many or most of the studios that I've been involved with, you know, either to help or promote, uh, that this uh, venture is the first for this individual. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, so often these are people who get, and there seems to be just a ton of entrepreneurs within the fitness space yes. to begin with. You go to a trade show and look at all the inventions and everything. <laughs> sure. Uh, but, you know, so often these are um, an instructor and, you know, they may have some business background, but many don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yet they feel passionate and motivated to start a studio. And I'm just excited that, you know, you know that I can promote AFS as a as a resource for those people, um, so that you know they don't end up trying to reinvent the wheel every time. Yeah, absolutely, you know, because because I'll agree. Yeah, there are there are some very different big differences between many of the different modalities: yoga, Pilates, uh, MMA type, mm-hmm. you know, all these different things. But there's also a, a you know a very defined set of business practices that are going to be identical. Yes. You know, from picking out space and managing your finances Mm -hmm. and, you know, what kind of revenue you need per square foot in order to be profitable, blah, blah, blah. Absolutely. And, you know, that's that's part of what we do is, you know, we have access to several of those organizations, those industry experts that can assist anybody, a fitness professional that's looking to go into business. I mean, we work with big companies such as LegalZoom. Um, We work with other more independent companies that can help you with financing options. Um, Just to kind of give you a perspective, you know, the research that we've done, just specific questions on how others have started, whether they use credit cards or bank loans or friends and family or crowdfunding or whatever it may be, just to kind of get a good understanding of what's necessary and how to write a business plan and what should be included in the business plan. I mean, we've got all types of information about that, that you're, you're right, is universal across all types of studio disciplines. And then, you know, one of the things we're really looking forward to in 2016 is working with you and, and the folks at Schwinn to create much more customized um, educational pieces on the cycling studio community. So lessons learned, you know, interviews and data that uh, we can pull and content from the indoor cycling studio um, world, you know, and talking about the proper purchasing and maintenance for indoor cycling and what others are using and pricing models and retention strategies, all this, all these things that if you're going into business for yourself or you're a current studio owner, you'd like to know. And that's what a trade association does. We're an online community as well. We bring these people together. And we also want to make sure that when you join, you get the answers that you're looking for. And so we try to be as um, you know, as open as possible as it relates to the networking opportunities and business education events that we do sometimes um, in various cities across the country at different times of the year, which are all promoted on our website as well. AFSfitness.com. Yes. In case you're wondering. Yes. Thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and obviously, you know, there's going to be links to all this. Of course. And, uh, just a quick Google search of uh, Google knows everything. I uh, I'll j- just uh, share a, an observation uh, that I've kind of watched and actually cringed at, um, and which I think I've tried to remedy, and I think you're going to even go much further than that, is 
that there are you know certain vocal uh, studio owners out there mm-hmm. that seem to get it, um, and many of them are profitable. And as soon as the kind of the greater community with on Facebook or if I put a post or do an interview with somebody, um, they get phone calls almost nonstop. And they're the type of people that want to help, but they literally get crushed with requests for help. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think, or not, I think, I know, you know, part of, you know, my uh, mission or objective as for what we're doing here is, is to create this repository of knowledge, you know, draw that information out of these very successful studio owners, but then put it someplace so that these poor people don't have to answer the phone every day. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I think with any, you know, discipline, whether it's you're talking personal training, yoga, Pilates, you know, cycling, um, there are always going to be those that are doing it the right way. And those are the ones that we would always want to spotlight and to showcase their success. And so others can learn from it. So you're, you're really what you're doing is you're avoiding those roadblocks just because you kind of have a roadmap to success. You know, a company that was very successful at doing this was Ursa when they did it with the successful health clubs and they called it profiles of success. And they went out and they interviewed the top health club owners and strategies used. And a lot of kind of what we're looking to do um, with you, John, and, you know, Schwinn and others in the cycling community is the same type of thing, is identifying those that are doing it right, how they're doing it right, what are they doing, what's the experience that those clients or, or members that come into the cycling studio are receiving. And I can, I don't want to guarantee anything, but I bet it's it's a pretty impressive experience. I'm pretty sure that these studios that are, you know, really just kicking butt, you know, when somebody walks into that cycling studio, the front desk person is probably not on their cell phone looking down on, on Facebook. You know, I'm, I'm pretty sure right. they're welcoming that person. They know who they are. The experience is just so heightened because when you talk about a studio environment, you know, I mean, it's an intimate experience. People are paying more to join these studios because of that experience, because of that that cheers mentality where everybody knows your name. And so, you know, there's absolutely within an association, we have the ability to kind of pull out these case studies of those that are doing things the right way so that others can kind of learn from, um, from the best of the best to become the best. That sounds so exciting. It is. We're, we're, we're very much, uh, looking forward to, uh, to working with you guys and, and to kind of create a home, if you will, for the different types of, of studio disciplines, whether it be cycling or, or personal training or Pilates. So um, it's very exciting. Exactly. Okay. Now, this is virtual right now. It is. Yes. Yes. And you and I have talked. Um, I have expressed to you um, my desire and frustration at not being able to, to uh, put together a, an actual studio owner's live event. Uh, our discussions are such that the that could happen in the future, correct? Absolutely. And that's one of the things we're, we're looking forward to. You know, over the past few years, we've done education, live educational events um, at different business conferences and trade shows. I've spoken at uh, NSCA. Um, I've spoken at Club Industry in Chicago. We're going to be doing more educational events at uh, a few additional shows in 2016, which we'll be updating our website once those are all finalized. And a lot of the uh, education surrounding it, what we're going to be talking about. And uh, one of the things that you and I have talked about, absolutely, is determining how we can create a studio 
or I, excuse me, not a studio, but a cycling studio centric education event and be able to really put together the specifics, whether it's a round table um, type event where studios of, uh, you know, all different types of cycling studios can come and talk and just bounce ideas off each other. We can pull in some of the more successful ones, like we talked about and do a panel style where it's, you know, talking about marketing, whether it's talking about retention, whether it's talking about just managing expenses, whatever it may be, just to kind of get, you know, those creative juices flowing and allow people the opportunity to learn from others. So that's absolutely something that we're excited to, to work on with you and, and Schwinn and try to determine the best platform uh, for that. So yeah, definitely look for more information about that as uh, specifics and details get ironed out. You know, this is a community uh, and resource. Mm-hmm. Um, how how does somebody go about you know, getting connected up with you? Sure. It's, it's actually very, very simple. So our website, as you mentioned before, it's afsfitness.com. And it's just as simple. We have two membership options. You can either become a basic member, which is 100% free membership. Uh, It's not a free trial. It's a membership. And you become a basic member, and it gives you access to a variety of different benefits, um, which are all outlined on the site. And there's also the opportunity to become a premier member, which is $149 for the year, which really broken down, I think it's a little more than 10 bucks a month or something like that, which really doesn't equate to all that much. And each of the memberships provide different benefits. Um, we don't have to go into all of those today. They're all outlined on the AFS website. Um, and it's really as simple as that. You know, there's no credit card necessary for the basic membership. Um, and we did that for a variety of reasons. We did that specifically because, as you and I have talked about today, we want to create this community. And the larger the community, the more people there are to bounce ideas off of each other. And, you know, you'll, you'll get to a certain point where in your business, you're going to have specific questions and we want to provide the forum, uh, along with other educational items and the research that we provide to, uh, get people talking. And, you know, again, nobody wins when a studio goes out of business. And so if we can provide as much education, information, networking, research for this industry as possible, then that's our goal. We want these studios to remain successful and grow. And uh, that's really kind of why we started this association. Exactly. Right. Yeah. No, I've, I've heard a lot of uh, sad stories. Yes. And uh, I do everything in my power to, to prevent them or minimize them, if, if at all possible. Absolutely. My encouragement to you listening would be that you would at least join as a as, as the basic member. Mm-hmm. That way that you're part of the organization, you're on the email list. Uh, you're going to get notifications of new events. And then um, when you discover you have needs that you feel AFS can provide for you that's part of their premium membership, you know, at that point, then it would make perfect sense to to jump in. And, and uh, you and I have talked a little bit. We're still negotiating over a discount that potentially I can offer of all our guys. Yeah. Right now, what would they find as far as a community within indoor cycling if they go to AFS? Well, I think the biggest thing is, you know, when you join as a basic member, you get a variety of different community options. So we have a forum. We also have a private Facebook group. So as soon as you join, you get a link that'll take you to our private Facebook group. And what I envision as we continue to grow and we see more and more indoor cycling studios joining, we want to create a specific indoor cycling group. We want to provide these studios with the opportunity to really connect 
And when you talk about community, there's a lot of things that are involved in community. So yes, the networking part of it is always going to be first and foremost. You know, that is part of what a community is, bounce ideas off each other. But within that community, there's also a lot more. So as I've mentioned before, we do a lot of market research and we want to tap into our members to really get their understanding and to get their feedback on specific questions that they want answered. So when you become a member, we always ask our members when we have a research report coming out. For example, in um, the first quarter of this year, 2016, we're going to be doing the first ever marketing market research report. So we are going to survey studios on all as everything it relates to marketing, what they're using, what strategies are working best, how much they're spending. And one of the things we want to do is ask specific questions for the cycling community, you know, because it's again, going to be slightly different than some of the others. So becoming part of AFS isn't just bouncing ideas off each other. It's also participating in a lot of different things, a lot of different benefits, a lot of different um, education educational items that we provide our members to really kind of have your voice be heard. And that is a a huge benefit to a lot of our members. And the other thing, too, is there are issues that go on on a daily basis um, that we keep tabs on, especially in Washington, D.C., as as it relates to regulating the industry, as it relates to a certain law that's about to be passed. And being part of a community and association, you actually – allow your voice to be heard. Being a part of something that has thousands of members and if something's going to be passed in DC that could have a negative impact on your business, we're going to be able to provide them the platform to let their voice be heard in a way that could never be done before. So there's a lot of things that we educate our members on that they might not even know is going on. Um, through our advocacy section of our website. Just again. And well, and let me interrupt you, but there are also potentially positive. Things Absolutely. Become, right. This, you know, this whole prescriptive medicine movement that's going that I think is, uh, you know, could be, you know, potentially hugely beneficial mm-hmm. where, where, you know, your fitness classes become uh, something that could potentially, uh, I'm dreaming here a little bit, but, but actually no, I'm really not, um, that it could be something that, in, uh, that insurance could Oh yeah, you know because of the uh, you know the proactive approach of fitness to healthcare uh, is you know has been proven over and over again that uh, you know fit people tend to be healthier <laughs> than the unfit. That is the truth. And and finding ways to you know access some of those um, insurance dollars uh, uh, that would benefit these you know independent studios to me would be awesome. I know you know I'm very involved in in uh, with Parkinson's, you know, through our Parkinson's cycling coach program, mm-hmm. you know, we train instructors to teach classes specific to people with Parkinson's. Um, you know, we see that as, um, you know, what would really make our program take off is if we can get uh, neurologists writing scripts for cycling classes. Absolutely. And, and you know, and go ahead. Sorry. Well, and the point being is that, you know, I can't do that on my own and the studio down the street can't do that on their own. Right. But, AFS as a collective body, you know, with you know thousands of members, has the muscle to potentially push part of that forward. And that's a great point. And and I think that kind of hits on when you talk about community. What does that mean? Well, it's just being connected. You know, it's being connected in a way that you have a good understanding of programs such as that that are going on, and and being able to utilize just 
your expertise and others just to to stay connected. So you might not, you know, jump on board everything that we're doing, but at least you know that we're working on it to support you. And that's really what it's all about. So if someone has a specific question, Josh, what's what's the best way to contact you or or to get a an answer to a question? Well, if they have a specific question as it relates to their business or about AFS, I'm more than happy to talk to, to anybody over the phone. Um, they can email me directly. Uh, it's just my first initial of my first name, J Levy. That's L-E-V-E at AFSfitness.com. Once again, J-L-E-V-E at AFSfitness.com. Um, if they have questions about membership, if they have questions about a variety of benefits that we offer, uh, you know, as it relates to questions about their business, um, once you become a member, we are more than happy to reach out to a variety of subject matter experts that we have, um, whether it's in for indoor cycling, whether it's for financing, whether it's for um, different accessories, whether it's for, I mean, a variety of different companies that we work with and organizations and experts that we have on staff that uh, can answer those questions. But if they want uh you know, more one-on-one assistance, I'm happy to jump on the phone. I'm also happy to route their questions to the appropriate person so they get their answer, answers or their questions answered quickly. Perfect. And, you know, we're recording this on the 3rd of January. Uh, where is the next place that AFS is going to be live promoting trade shows, organizations? Where are you going to be? Yeah, the next one that we're going to be at is, I believe we're going to be at the, uh, well, we're going to be at the Idea Show in I believe it's Los Angeles in July. Um, we're going to also be at the uh, NSCA National Conference in, I want to say that is in June. Um, and of course, we're also going to be at URSA starting uh, in March, which is going to be in Orlando this year. Uh, they go on. I can drive there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which I'm very excited about. Yeah, so we're going to be at URSA as well. Um, So, you know, at at any time, if anybody has any questions, uh, be happy to reach out to me directly. Uh, Again, it's jlevy at afsfitness.com and happy to set up a meeting um, and figure out the best time to to touch base. So, yeah, those are the the shows that we have coming up. And, um, you know, we're not going to be doing any formal education at URSA, but we are going to be there meeting with a variety of studio owners um, just to kind of, again, answer their questions, inform them a little bit more about what we're doing, um, and just kind of push the ball forward, let people know that we're out there and, and uh, you know, we're growing quickly. And uh, we're just happy to support uh, the industry and especially the studio community because it's, uh, you know, my background, one of the things I guess we didn't touch base on, you know, my background has very much been in the health and fitness industry growing up in it. I've manage big box clubs. And from those big box clubs, I've had many of my friends who became very successful trainers leave and, and start their own studios, whether it's a personal training studio, a Pilates studios, uh, even cycling studios. And so I've been fortunate to kind of kind of live through it. And so I understand um, really what goes on. I've, I've managed you know studios in the Chicago market for a while. So I've been there. I, I fully understand a lot of the the issues that arise, you know, so I, I like to let the audience know that I am, you know, I am one of them. I, I've been there before. I understand what it takes. And so that was really the driving force behind this association is I recognize there is a need for an association such as this. And so we really, truly want to provide the assistance to allow these opportunity or allow these studios the opportunity to, to grow and be successful. So um, just want to let anybody know if they have questions, feel free to reach out. Well, Awesome. 
Josh Levy, Association of Fitness Studios. Um, I'm excited to see where this all goes. Oh, I appreciate you taking the time, John. I appreciate you. Uh, this is a Sunday on a holiday weekend, so I'm very happy to uh, to connect with you. And I appreciate the time and, and for having me uh, online. Perfect. Yeah, because this will be my first podcast for 2016, and I'm uh, excited to get it up. So, again, thank you, and uh, I look forward to seeing you um, for real probably at URSA. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure we'll touch base plenty of times prior to that. But, yeah, yeah. live and in person for sure. Looking forward to it. Okay, Josh. Thank you. Thanks a lot, John. 